Mike Keller. I might have a UPS guy coming in the middle of this. I, it's I've been waiting on a package. Is your UPS delivery driver vegan? I hope so. If not, I'll <laughs> I'll make sure to preach to him that he should become vegan or she. Um, yeah, good times. How's it going? So, Mike Keller, how are you? What have you been up to? Tell me. Wow. I appreciate your smiling, cheerful face. Are you in a Are you in a good mood, or are you just being uh, cordial? I've been cooking all morning, so I don't know. Oh. I, I'm a little in a weird. In the, is daze. that fun? <laughs> okay. Oh, you're you were in the flow. I mean, it's fun. I I actually do enjoy this whole process of like making things and then putting them out in the world. And mm-hmm. uh, but again, it's turning into a job. So <laughs> do you feel like a hamster on a wheel and you just can't get off? Sometimes I, the thing that really weighs me down is the editing because it's the most time consuming yeah. thing. And I really think that um, storytelling comes from editing and, and, and organizing and putting things together. And, you know, I, I think cooking the cooking part and the shooting part is kind of fun. You know, it can be like a like playing around in a playground. But then when you start editing things, everything gets a little I don't know. Everything gets a little. The more AI difficult. will edit for you soon. Okay. Yes, I'll hire you, man. Are no, you not me. For... The AI. Oh no, no. So, have you done anything interesting? How was your kickball tournament? Did they show up this Kick... time? Okay, enough people showed up that we didn't have to forfeit, but we still lost. <laughs> Are they serious about the kickball? I mean, what what what, what was I, the I score? I would hope no one is serious about kickball. It was like five to eight or something like that. So you know, we we scored a few runs. I, I was not playing my best, to be honest. It was not my shining. It was not my finest moment. I did kick. You problem kicked is, a ball. Did you kick a ball? I kicked the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is sometimes I kick it really high, and when you kick it really high, it's very easy to catch, and that gets me out. Why not just do like a ground low. ball? Like just kind of just get it no, in. No, yeah. If I had that kind of precision and control, I would do it. It's just I kick. <laughs> it goes in some general direction, and I hope for the best. Okay, so what would you say is a vegan's most important fast food restaurant, like the touchstone of vegan fast food. Veggie grill? No, uh, let's talk about mainstream places where... Oh, they mainstream. Be, they pretty much be anywhere okay. in the United States of America. Yeah, so you'd either it would be like the Impossible Burger at Burger King or the Beyond Burger at Carl's Jr. or Taco Bell where you just substitute beans instead of meat. I think it would be Taco Bell, personally. It was, yeah, because for the years and years and years, it was like the only thing. Taco Bell was always kind of the go-to because you were able to make some substitutions and make a meal out of it. And there was protein and there was Historically, rice. Historically, yes, that was the case. Now there's more options. But yeah, I, I, tell, I, I agree. I, I do think that the growth of Taco Bell has been kind of regressive. They, they, don't, they haven't really done anything in the plant-based community they they've tested no. things they've teased and then they've pulled back and and i think it has in general the whole yum corporation is kind of a regressive corporation right now it hasn't it's not moving forward it's kind of just surviving more like yuck corporation when you drink a drink at oh Taco I, Bell, now i know where you're <laughs> leading me yeah, I learned my lesson not to drink the Diet Pepsi anymore. Gosh darn it. It really like ruins the vibe. 
But for the longest time, I was guzzling that stuff like water, not knowing that I was committing harm. Diet Pepsi is not vegan. And they won't even tell us. Why not? I'm just going to read this short story. It's from Vegan Easy. Diet Pepsi is not vegan, but Pepsi won't actually say what's in it. Diet Pepsi is confirmed to be a non-vegan drink, but PepsiCo, the corporation behind the brand, are refusing to reveal what's exactly in it to make it so. For some reason, the soft drink giant are keeping quiet on the animal ingredients that Diet Pepsi must contain, which leaves it unsuitable to anyone following a vegan diet to consume. The company has been bombarded with repeated requests from concerned customers to reveal what exactly is in the drink, with some people majorly concerned that it could be damaging to their moral stance, religious belief, or health allergies. The reason Diet Pepsi can do this, or PepsiCo can say it's not suitable for vegans, but we're not telling you what the ingredients are, is under this kind of exception that we call natural flavors. Mm. So Not into it. Yeah, so, I mean, do you know exactly what the FDA considers natural flavors? Uh, well, I know there are some all sorts of things, like uh, crushed bugs, you know, that red coloring. Well, that well, that's, that's actually coloring. That, that, wouldn't, that would be under food coloring. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, natural flavors can be anything that isn't like well, petroleum or something, right? Like any organic food. Natural flavors are a term that are used to describe natural ingredients that are used in the flavoring process. Usually flavorists create these natural flavorings. Oh, so is this the exception that it's like if it's non, it's not nutritional value, it's just something that affects the taste, they don't have to say what it is? The reason, I guess, Pepsi doesn't want to reveal the flavor of their drink or their natural flavoring secret ingredient is because it's proprietary. So copy them? As if Diet Pepsi is that good. It's ew. Diet Coke tastes better. Yeah. I mean, and also, though, it's also a way that certain companies can hide certain non-vegan mm -hmm. ingredients in their products and deem them natural ingredients. It, this is almost like an issue of consent. It's like I, I, I don't consent to putting a dead animal in my body, but if I'm like kept in the dark of what's in something and it just has natural flavors, like I could be unknowingly, uh, you know, supporting a cruel industry and it sucks. Government regulations define natural flavors as those that derive their aroma or flavor chemicals from plant or animal sources, including fruit, meat, fish, spices, herbs, roots, leaves, barks, distilled, fermented, or otherwise in a lab. So, it, I mean, it's scientific stuff, but again... I'm glad they ex excluded insects, hopefully. <laughs> well, you know, so it's gross. funny because I was looking up all the gross things that could be deemed natural ingredients and like the swim bladder of a sturgeon <laughs> I, I there was this there's this thing called castorium have you heard of castorium sounds grossium castorium is a, is a chemical that is derived from a gland taken out of a beaver and is located oh, yeah. very close to the beaver's anus but 
Yeah, it's so gross. And I guess castorium. They use that in perfume. Yeah, I guess it tastes like vanilla, but I guess it might be cheaper Ew. than vanilla. I want vanilla, not butt juice. That's so gross. And also some maple syrups have a trace amount of animal fat. Stop. Just stop uh, this. I guess to give it a, a natural flavor? I don't know. We just can't win. So, okay. Here's the question, Mike Keller. Mm-hmm. Are we being too hardcore? No. <laughs> what because do we do about it? I mean, if you see something that says natural I flavors. I guess you have to Google every stupid product you eat. It's so annoying. But no, I mean, you don't like want to unknowingly eat beaver juice. You don't want to unknowingly <laughs> drink from the like, swim bladder of a sturgeon or, or eat sugar that's been processed with bones. Like, I don't want to be a barbarian. Like, yeah, let me yeah, know what I'm eating. Yeah, but Mike, when you eat an Oreo cookie... You're eating something that's probably been processed through bone char. Kind of this thing where some vegans have a very sunny disposition. They they hear that Oreos are vegan, but they don't know also too, you know, how the company that makes Oreos is a you know involved in deforestation and really, really faulty um supply chain when it comes to chocolate and also you know, so so again, is the, the company Mondelez that owns Oreo, is that a vegan company? Obviously not. Are we supporting a company that does not do vegan things? Yes, we are, by buying Oreos. Yeah. Uh, this is a downer. I don't see any, like, upside to it. I mean, I think the thing is, is you have to just do your best and build your own belief system. I personally don't eat Oreos. I don't promote Oreos. I mean, I, I see vegan creators all the time making stuff with Oreos. I saw, uh, you know, probably... Because the, they're so happy to be thrown a bone that they can eat something yummy and junk food, you know? Or maybe they're hoping they get a sponsorship. That too. I mean, I eat Swedish fish, and I don't. I have no idea where the sugar comes from in Swedish fish. And the, the, the dye was... Um, the dye they use for Swedish tested fish was on tested animals. on animals. And most of the food that we consume has been tested on animals. Yeah. I mean, you can make certain judgment errors. I, I think that vegan food or people that are really pushing out plant-based vegan food and sort of um, using that, uh, that rhetoric, obviously you can say we have to hold them to a higher standard than, let's say products right off the shelf that we pull off of the, you know, at the grocery store that they could care less whether or not we're vegan or not. Just accidentally vegan products. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, 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 but I think that the answer is, is we just need to build our own belief system, be, be knowledgeable about where our food comes from and make certain choices and sometimes make certain sacrifices that, okay, I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to have Oreos. I saw a vegan creator, a very big vegan creator, and they were like, oh, this incredible recipe for cake. And it only takes two ingredients, Oreos and water. Let's make what? an Oreo cookie cake. Oh, that could so, be. Yeah, if only. Hey, I was really into Oreos until 10 minutes ago. So, and also the other concept about natural flavors is 
it's everywhere. It's pretty much the ingredient that everyone uses when they want to hide it's, their ingredients. Yeah, it's just the loophole that makes them not have to... It's like a shell corporation for ingredients. I think so. I think so. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I mean, you know, the FDA has all sorts of, like, loose rules and stuff. It's, it, it, you know, you're allowed to have, like, a certain number of rat hairs in a soup. You're allowed to have, like... Uh, one or two maggot eggs, like milk can have pus in it. There's, you know, they, you know, it's, 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 you know, they've given up on the idea of everything being clean and pure and good. So they're just like, these are acceptable levels of nastiness in your food. You know, Diet Pepsi doesn't want to say that their secret ingredient is pus. <laughs> oh God, I mean, milk. You know, cow milk has little trace amounts of pus. So maybe they have little bits of cow milk, and then that would be, it would in fact contain. A few pus cells, white blood cells. Yeah, but it's it's really amazing how much animal product is like somehow shoehorned in these products. And you're you're reading, uh, looking didn't at. Didn't you a say recipe. our phones have animal pl- products in them? Oh yeah, yeah. The phones that oh. we use. So if you're using a <laughs> if you're using an if iPhone you're using or an a iPhone, cell phone, you're not vegan. Oh, there's God. no such thing as a vegan phone because. Can we just live as cavemen? Like, what's yeah. going on here? There's animal cholesterol in the LCD screens. Even There's, if it's an OLED screen? They use animal products to clean the metal parts. And then also all the batteries, the lithium batteries, have animal product in them, like some type of animal cholesterol, fat, glycerin that they use to, I don't make the batteries last longer i mean i don't know but but again i mean there there's other concept about let's say a cell phone because you know there's rare earth minerals that cause human Are harvested suffering. by children in yeah. the congo yeah it's oh gosh yeah no as humans that are able to you know have the luxury of having a phone there's a lot of human and animal suffering that goes into that phone yeah uh, Apple says they're trying to recycle all their coltan and all that, but we'll see if it actually happens. It's not just your phone. It's your laptop. It's your computer. It's LCD screens. There's animal products inside all our tech. I think the way to do it is to try to keep those the phone as long as you can, try not to buy brand new products every year. Um, you know, be aware. You know, I. All right, so... So, Mike Keller, I, we've well, we, we've learned that we live in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, the real my real question to you, Mike Keller, is what did you eat today? Oh, I had oatmeal. You know, like this is like one of the least interesting questions because the answer is always the same. But I'm sure the question's much more interesting if you tell us what you ate today. What do you put in your oatmeal? It's instant oatmeal. I don't put. I put water in it. <laughs> just like it's. <laughs> just tell us about your food. Does it have, it's a, much does it, does it have any kind of flavor? Does it like? Yeah, there's. I, there's one that's like cocoa and sea salt, and there's one that's like apples and cinnamon. Is it a certain brand? Trader Joe's. Okay. 
Now you, dazzle us with your food. Do you add like a banana or something to no, it? No, come on. You know me. Like, what are you like? This is ridiculous. It's the it's this is the part where we torture Mike Keller. This is the part it's of the podcast. Like the, the, the same pointless question every week. And the answer is always the same. Like I ate some bland like fuel. Do you put it in a there was nothing? Cup no, I don't. I don't do anything unusual. You put it in a bowl? I just put it in the microwave, of course. Like <laughs> When you're eating it, do you watch something or you just kind of mindlessly stare out? I into do this some other face? task. Yeah, you know, this is like the cliche of the movies, like, um, you know, the depressed bachelor is like staring at the microwave as it like turns around, like waiting for his TV dinner. No, I, now, I now to... the depressed bachelor is just staring at their phone. They don't look yeah, at the microwave exactly. anymore. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do other tasks in the meantime. I ate a bunch of weird ceremonial food today. I didn't really eat like. What was the ceremony? The ceremony, the ceremony is creating stuff for online consumption. Sometimes you like make stuff just, you know. It, Did you rare... appropriate some like religious thing? Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I do. I appropriate religion, religious events. No, okay. I. Let's see. I ate uh, some bao, which oh, or bun, good stuff. And uh, I, it was a, it was kind of this thing where it was store bought bao. So it's not anything that interesting, okay? Store but, about. Like uh, I go to like 99 Ranch and I buy these like their little four pack of veggie bao and I think there were spinach spinach nice. mushroom and they're really nice. delicious. Nice. See, that's much more exciting than what I had. And I made it into a video. So what I did was I air fried a bao mm. and as I was air frying a bao, I made a cool soy sauce vinegar sauce that had a lot of interesting flavors to it i can nice. tell you about i can tell you about sauces i'm good sauces. at that i'm a kind of a fan of like asian sauces i'm like an asian sauce nerd just tell us your favorite one from recently oh i'll tell you the one i did today yes. so it was you know and i think it, the the real situation when it comes to making let's say like a dipping sauce has to do with like balance and so it's like a balance between like savory, sweet, spice, and uh, you know. So you you use all these different tools to make your sauce delicious. And so you know, usually salt would be soy sauce. You get a nice acidity from let's say a rice vinegar, maybe a little spice from let's say gochugaru, which is you know, red chili, powdered red chili flakes, without the seeds. Um, you get maybe a nice citrus like flavor, nice uh, um, acid from maybe a squeeze of lime, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and you put all these elements together and you make kind of this delicious sauce, you know, and, and, uh, you know, some, I, I mean, I really like, you know, like the South Asian sauces. I like, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of this idea that, uh, you know, you're taking all these great herbaceous things and putting something together and. You're making something that tastes good, taste great, you know, and and uh, yeah, so, upcycle it. Yeah, no, so so that that's the thing, and and that's I'm always um, interested in just adding different things to the sauce. I know you're totally, totally like um, inspired by this. Yes, I, to me, I'm excited about sauce. Under me, I'm you gonna, can care I'm gonna less be a, about this. I'm going to be a sauce connoisseur. You're just thinking about kickball. The next time you kick the ball, you're not going to kick it as high. You're going to kick it lower. Yeah, yeah. Line and drive. Maybe, maybe if your sauce can help me with that, then I'd, then you I'd know, be interested. You know what you do? 
you just throw the sauce in someone's eyes. So right. like the pitcher, they you throw catch. that they can't yeah. catch the ball, you know, so Perfect. you can run faster. Perfect. So yeah, so yeah, I don't know. I you know, me waxing poetic about uh, Asian sauces. But uh yeah, no, I, I but I, I do think that like everyone should have a good soy sauce, a good rice vinegar, uh some something spicy that they can add to their to their sauce and you know, I mean I, I do think that like let's say like any type of dumpling thing you need soy sauce and some kind of either vinegar vinegar based thing together and you're you're gold you're golden and uh this you know that's just this is me i'm just a weird guy so i don't know if this is inappropriate for our podcast but my i was with my cousin and we went to the veggie grill and he asked for a bunch of extra sauces and he said sorry i'm a sauce whore and i said you're a sauce 